Welcome back to You Know What It Is Podcast. It's your boy. Bye. And we are back. Today, I have special guests. My guy, Izzy Live, and I have Tana Marie. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? We doing groovy. Hell yeah. I'm good. Applause for my people. Hell yeah. I got a small ass Things are always too big. It's on the smallest thing. Look how small my head is. Oh, man. Still yeah, slip and slide off. I got little ears. So, like, earbuds never work for me. Like, no matter how small oh, yeah. you get them, the, I, I put them in You got to get the ones with the little things on the ends. Even the littlest ones. With I the little, them, they be stretching you know my saying? ears. Mm. Little bitty ears are crazy as fuck. Toy, That's toy wild. Like a so you got to just keep headphones? Yeah. Yeah. I got crazy beats because I don't... I don't like things that go in my ears, period. I don't like nothing in my ear. Yeah. Don't do yeah. no weird shit. In my, I don't like nothing in my ear. Yeah. This is music. But it's got to be on like this. Yeah. Over your, okay. yeah, over your okay. ears. Yeah. Over your ears. Uh, in-ear monitors are torture to me because I have oh. to use them inside my ear, but they stretch my shit. So by the time I'm done, that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know? I got to get in-ears for the show. And I just mm-hmm. thought about them like, oh, fuck. They got to go they in your ears. Why they call in-ears. In ears. Learning new things every day, right? (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here today, man. These, well, Izzy, Izzy is the curator of the late nights, early mornings. You know what I mean? The the shows that we have definitely been hitting, and they've been fire. You know what I mean? These are my vibes. These are what I like to see from the city. This is what I like to to do if I actually go out. You know what I mean? Um, I like to mingle with the people. You know, I feel like you're able to get in there. You're able to talk to really everybody. Yeah. It's not like a, it's a, it's a, it's like an upscale club type vibe yeah. type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get I to mingle to and actually hear people. Yeah. Like, but you still get to do the same, everything else. The bar yeah. is fire. You know what I'm saying? The music be fire. It's like the best of all the worlds. And I feel like I want to bring community together. Yeah. Like, I feel like seeing vendors being able to show their, you know, like their brands and what they do. Have an artist show them what they do, talking about their records. Like you guys yep. bring so much because it gives artists that opportunity to sit down and talk and like network and shit like that. Exactly, like it, it brings community, and then you give artists the opportunity to get up and do something above the level that they've normally been at. You know, like we see people do like the open mic shows and the the well, um, the features, and mm-hmm. you you kind of climb your way up. But at some point, I, I really love to see artists Ooh, like no, us. No. Yeah, that we get that opportunity Literally to go up there. Literally through the east side, to the east side. <laughs> yes, yes. And we get that opportunity to have like lasers, lights, cues, and you feel like it's your moment. You yeah. know, it's yeah. not just get up there and play. It's like this is you. This is your time to be great. How does it feel putting on these shows and working with these artists? And you know, what I'm saying like your name is behind this. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to, you know, look foul or have people looking at the show like, damn man. I mean, it could have been. You know, I feel like people right now are looking at it like, damn, what it can be. You know what I mean? A lot of people are, are they see what you're doing. So how does it feel, you know, curating this and doing doing these things for the city? I feel like it's amazing. It's it's great. And it's it's fun because a lot of these people are people that have been my friends and have been, you know, supportive of me and my journey since I got here. And Vegas really was supportive of me when I like came out to do my performing here and, and like my open mic stuff. So I feel like it's great to feel my name behind something that's helping people in the community. You know, it really, it really, 
it makes the event stress mm-hmm. less stress because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm working with people that I know and that I enjoy and like <clears throat> seeing like you know when Vic got up there and seeing him play and seeing his set like that with the lights and everything like I imagined it and we imagined it together and we talked about it but seeing it like that it was like it See, made I, all that shit worth it. I feel like it would almost make me more nervous if I was curating for the homies because you almost want everything to be more perfect. You know yeah. I, mean? like, I feel like there's a lot more pressure because these people know you know you. And so you know if some shit don't go the way they want, they're going to tell you about it. So. Yeah. And then there's team building in it too because like you have to obviously get like your set people together, like your people that help build the actual event and keep the infrastructure of it together. And I feel like I'm starting to see those people come in and become a part of it. Yep. And like that builds that community to make it a well-oiled machine. And I feel like the idea was there and I presented it and the community saw it and was like, yeah, no, this is, we, we want to be a part of this. And I, mm-hmm. that was dope to me. Like, you know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see why you wouldn't want to be a part of something like this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The venue, the location um, right now is, is, it was perfect. Um, things moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like regardless the show's standard isn't going to drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like you've set a bar for yourself mm-hmm. and we got to meet that bar, exceed that bar every time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I am uh, happy that I am a part of this. You know what I'm saying? This journey that you are going on with this thing. Um, we're going to be providing the media for the late nights, early mornings. We will definitely be um, in the building every time uh, they have a show. It. You know what That's I mean? So, how did you actually with uh linking up with Tana and getting her onto the show? Oh, that's my girl, man. She <laughs> Tana's been on the scene for a long time. Tana's amazing. And I've seen Tana rip up so many stages that it was it was part Literally. of part of me seeing you rip the stage. It was like, why doesn't she have a show where she can get up there and do every like have the cues, the lights, the band the like i want to see it's just waiting for the right moment you know what i mean it had to be the right moment like with that just with you even with your backtracks you could get up there and just everybody was on the tip of their seat like like this like people crying and getting emotional and like you pull so many emotions that was crazy i almost cried i was it was crazy and i was like to see that i wanted to see what could happen if we could just like put light a fire with that and just light a fire under it and grow it you know like you you were there last night (laughs) My yes. first band rehearsal yes. ever, y'all. Like, this is like one for the book. Crazy. Who's the band? We got Izzy on guitar. We got my homie Trevor on bass. Uh, Evan on keys. Noise on drums. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Noise on drums. Noise on drums. And directing. He's an amazing, like, I've always, I've worked with Noise since I started working and stuff. Yeah. And he's always believed in me. So I have so much love for him. Um, he's an amazing producer. Amazing musician. But I, I got to see him in a different light yesterday. And the way mm-hmm. he works with people. And the way he directs people, it's mm-hmm. one of the most, it takes, it's a skill. And not yeah. everybody has that skill. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the dopest, like, I was like, yo, I saw you in a whole new light. I was like, I have so much, I've always had respect for you, but it's just crazy. And then I have my girl, you know, uh, Marion Peru. I'm sure you've heard, she's a singer around town. She's amazing. Uh, she actually used to have a band at the Aria. They used to like sing all the time for years and then took a little bit of a break and her new music's amazing, and we're just huge fans of each other. So I asked if she would do background vocals for me, and she was like, "Hell yeah!" And this is her first time doing backup. She's usually doing leads, so it's so cool because I'm like, it, it takes a little bit of like if some people don't want to let go of pride, yeah. things like that. You know what I mean? And it's like to have somebody who's so skilled 
and like she's amazing at harmony. She was just making up. Oh it was, my god, that was. It's gonna be the yeah. most beautiful thing. Yeah. Like I cannot wait. This is if you have not been to a show yet, this is the fucking this is one, the one to come you want to see. Yeah, like it's Brooklyn crazy. Bowl was amazing. You know, thank you to Mikey Xavier because that shit was um like the the energy I had on that stage, mm-hmm. loved it. But having a live band finally, I've been praying, manifesting, doing everything to do this and. It's coming together and it's just so beautiful. And even the people we had like vibing together, you know how like sometimes you either have the good energy or you don't. Like, yeah. You either vibe and mesh or you don't. And everybody was the chillest. Yeah. We were fucking, it was like we were just having a jam sesh. Yeah. And it, it was, was so much fucking fun. So it's going to yeah. be amazing. I'm so excited. And I will say. What day is this? May 13th. May 13th, man. Make sure y'all put that down, uh, that date down because this one is going to be amazing. Is it just Tana on this uh, lineup or no, what are we, we doing? Got, we got Theo as well. He's bringing a band. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Theo's going to run with the band too? Yep. yep. Oh, Everybody's damn. got a band. Damn. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also, also, you mentioned something. I got to give a special shout out to my boy Noise too because I worked with that guy yesterday and... Typically, I'm the band director all the time. That's I've, that's I'm always wearing that hat, and it was so amazing to show up to something and be like, I'm just gonna be the guitar guy. I'm just gonna chill out, see what's going. And he, the way he leads a band is amazing. It's amazing. It's, he's he's in the count of everybody's music. Like he knows, like, and, and, he's and that's how I think. To be it's like, wait, hold up, and that. like give you direction, but it never feels like he's, um, like he's not being demeaning or anything like he just he knows, knows how to tell everybody's you and, and direct music. you in a place that's like he's not being like respectable. it's not overbearing and but he like i told him i said lead me because i've never been with a band and i don't care if the lead singer the, the singer takes notes from the drummer and the band yeah. and like that's the, the drum is the heartbeat and then you know what i mean so i'm like teach me how yeah. teach me how to love <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I really admire the fact that he knows everybody's parts everybody's. like he knows i'm playing and he'll be like He'll know what chords I'm playing, you, and then flat, he'll know right which you, chord the keyboard player is playing, and he'll know like that kind of shit. Like that's attention to detail as a musician. Yeah. Like there are music you and it, and I admire it too. I see musicians that don't read and they don't know how to read music, and they get up there. But honestly, that's amazing to me because I don't know how you do it. But when you see somebody that has that craft and they can read the music, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Are you playing a flat nine? Oh, well, play a flat five right there." Or like you know, he's in tune with the music, and that's. That's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's a testament crazy, to his, that's a testament to his skill, man. Yeah, respect. When, when y'all hear gumbo, when y'all hear oh yeah, gumbo no y'all ready, y'all not ready for this. <laughs> y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. Yeah, no. It's Tana to... came alive with the band behind her. You, yeah, I was living my best life. Like I could have died last. Well, no. Let's wait till after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> let's let the people, let's let the people <laughs> see first. Let's let the yeah. people see it first. Yeah, yeah, like, I was having like I legit got emotional last night, especially because a lot of band members like you know what I mean. Like I can't pay these people what I want to pay them. You know what right. I mean. Like I want to be able to like put my friends on, but I you know it's one of those things where you just have to have people who really believe in you and really care about you, and it's hard to do. Especially because, like, we're all trying to eat. We all got bills to pay. Yep. And time, I respect people's time. I'm not going to waste your time when I'm in there. Like, we're talking, having fun, but I'm like, all right, like, like let's do this because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, we're all spending time when we could be with our friends, our family. We could be working on something, our own projects. So, like, the amount of gratefulness I have for people when they when they help me with these things because I'm like, it means you see where what I see. You see that future of, like, what it could be. And I'm going to give back. I always do. So, I'm like... If I eat, everybody eats. That's yep. just how I am. So I'm mm-hmm. I like to eat. So <laughs> everybody eating. And we eating good. And we eating good. That's how you find your team. Ribs, finger looking good. Right. That's how you find them though. Nah, the people for, that for give real. you the energy and they donate it just because they believe in your vision. Yeah. 
That's when the when the money well, comes. When people love those the are the music. people you pay. When yeah, exactly. people fucking you know? play because they're like, I just want to. I just love music because like everybody wants to play to get paid. That's mm-hmm. that's everybody. But the people who are like, I will do shows all the time and not ask for nothing because I'm like, I love to do this. Now those are your you get to a point people. where you're like, okay, I gotta I gotta start asking. Yeah, but. Like, if my homie's ever like, yo, I need you for something, I really don't have, don't, you ain't got to ask me for shit. Like, I mm-hmm. got you because when I get somewhere, I know who I'm bringing with me. I know the people who supported me on the way there. Yep. I know the people who were like, even if you can't give me your time, your energy, but if you're like constantly like, I believe in you, you come to my shows, like, that shit means the most to me. I have like eight fans that, li- and I say fans because they literally come to every one of my shows and we weren't friends beforehand. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Just for a small artist to have eight people who consistently come to every show. That's, that's fucking mind-blowing to me. And I was like, and I think that's what, like the thing with success. Everybody's mm-hmm. success looks different. Yep. Me just practicing with a band last night, other people are probably like, I practice with a band all the time. This isn't, You know what I mean? That's cool for you, but this is huge for this me. This is your journey. Yeah. So like every <laughs> step of this way, like I think um, anytime you're trying to get anywhere, whether you're an athlete, artist, like doctor, you get so focused on... Like what you're doing and where you want to go, that you don't like revel in the moments. You don't have a mm-hmm. moment to be like, man, this shit's really special. And like, then you get to the top and you're like, fuck, all those moments are gone now. You can't get those back. So I try to be super in the moment as much as I possibly can. Like, sit back, look at it, and be like, okay, like this is really happening. So that way I remember when I get to that next stage, I'm more thankful because I'm like, remember when you were only doing this or when you yep. just got on a stage or, you know, like, so that way it keeps you humble. Because I think that's what happens is a lot of people get too big and I'm going to put on for the city. Like it's First of all, it takes all of us to put on, really, for a city. You can't have one hot artist yeah. pop off. Like That's why Atlanta is Atlanta. That's why LA is LA, because it's multiple people, so you have friendly competition. Like mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be this, like, Beefing everybody for themselves. And, fuck fucking, you. and yeah. also, where's the, like, if you go in battle and you don't like me, cool, don't like me. Put that shit in your music and let's go that way. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like. That's Make the content. Yeah, that's music. Like, fucking yeah. stop trying to fucking you trying to take me out permanently. Yeah. Nah, let's and go like, ahead and fucking go back and forth on this shit. Give yeah. the people what they want to hear <laughs> for a couple months and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then so, we best friends behind the exactly. scenes, so it doesn't matter. You know, and especially because I'm just like you know, like I'm not one for stopping nobody. I don't care if I don't like you at all. I'm never stopping nobody's bag because we all Facts. there's enough room to eat Facts. and get money. Yeah. And I'm never gonna just put you down in front of people who are big because like you know. You don't know from a year, like in a year from now, how you're gonna feel about that person. Yep. So I'm just and like, you don't know who knows who. I mean that part. Like that you part. could be talking shit about somebody, and then that could be that person's. He was at that person's house last night eating dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Damn, that's crazy." That's crazy. <laughs> and go straight back to his ass, but stop fucking with him. Stop <laughs> fucking with him. Oh man, yeah, you but, do never know who knows who. But I'm thankful, Izzy. Thank you for having me on. You know, as soon as you told me about it, I was like, I want to be on for sure. Like, yes. and um, I've seen the acts. Like, I mean, Dior's amazing. Anytime, oh, and the, oh, the yes. whole band, like that type of music. Oh, it just speaks to my soul. And then having Vic be on, and like I've owned Vic for a while now because of noise and and like being on a song with him. He's mad dope. He's always got like a good stage presence and energy about him. And then just like everybody who's come on, and then having Amy Devine. Amy Devine. Yes, like, well, Amy was amazing. You didn't let me build up, okay? No, 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 no. Build up to Amy. She needs some building. Oh that, yeah. Because she just from from head to toe, the bitch is bad. I love her so much. Like, yeah. And the energy. She's, she's just a good person. Like, there's always there's been nothing but great performers and people on the stage. Yep. So I'm like, that's what makes it so special. Is like, I personally know a lot of these people, and they're good people. 
And that it, makes an artist even better. It, it's cool when your favorite artist is cool, but then when you find out they're actually hella like, nice. Yeah. Like, like Post Malone is not the cutest, but I love him because he. everybody who's ever known him is like, he's the sweetest person. He's funny as hell. Like, that's what makes you likable to people. You yeah. Know? And that's not everybody crazy. gotta that's, like you. I mean, that's nah, the big part like, of the industry when, now because we can't hide behind our fame anymore. Like as an artist, yeah, no matter what social. level you're at, yeah, the social media. Like you could be back in the day, you could be an asshole and nobody knew because they never saw you except yeah, on TV. Yep. But now, you know, people know who you are. They want to know: Are you cool? Are you chill? Like, do I, I want to smoke a blunt? How is he at home? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, can can we drink a beer together? You know, most people most people want likability relatability and i feel like that's why with a lot of these newer acts and stuff like that in the mainstream i don't listen to them because i feel like there's just no relatability there's no there's nothing that i could really fuck with with these people you know what i mean and then they're on a whole nother wavelength i mean there could be some similarities there could be things maybe i'm just an old man now Nah, nah, no, I'm gonna no, be real. You're, it's, you're it's, real. It's, it's the music archetype is changing because I think that people. <laughs> yes. Savior! Gosh. Nah, like, I feel like the archetype of music is changing because we're in a world where the people that are able to make music is changed. Yep. Like, there was a time when. You had to be at a certain level to make music, but now you literally could be at home. Anybody. Anybody could do it. Anybody could have their own shows. Mm -hmm. Anybody could have their own shit. And it's like it puts you in that scenario where now we're all relating to each other. Like you got rappers rapping about getting off work and chilling. And like like 15 years ago. Yo, I just got off the Amazon ride. But that's more relatable though. Like I could fit. And like a rapper who he might be talking about. Whatever he talks about in his music, but then you go to his Instagram and he's not lying. He's like, nigga, I'm at work at Amazon right now. Like, yeah. I'm getting off. Facts. You feel me? And it's like, that makes you feel Facts. like, wow, this rapper who I listen to, I I can see myself in his life. It's I think that's just, why a lot of people fuck with Zach Fox and shit like that. Yes, I fuck with Zach Fox. Because it's like, he's not sitting there like, yeah, nigga, um, I'm better than you. I'm mm-hmm. the shit. I'm a fuck yo bitch. It's like... <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're cool. We could kick it and smoke a blunt and, you know what I'm saying? Talk about some crazy shit. Yeah. And then I could wrap circles around your ass. Yeah. Like, you never know. That nigga might have bars. That's another thing. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, I'm a... Oh, you said that. Fox, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing about those mumble rappers, I will say, is don't underestimate them niggas. Because I'm was, oh, yeah. i from, like, Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta, so I got They're like, oh, you want to hear what I got to there. say? You going to hear what I got to say. No, look, people don't know this. Future was a lyrical rapper before he was, he was this. Spiritual. He was like, He was trying to be on the same hype as Cole and Kendrick, bro. And he realized that wasn't his hype, so he started mumbling. How many, how many? No, he used to be on there. He used to be trying to drop bars on niggas. Yeah, and people. And I remember that shit. I don't. Know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like these, you, you know be what surprised. That, that reminds me of is two chains because like he says the dumbest shit I've ever heard, but it's the funniest thing, and it works for him. Like yeah. It's like, clever and who how else stupid is it is. Big shit like a diarrhea. Like, like you just what? You you always wait for some wild shit to come out of him, but you know he can actually like when he was Titty Boy before he was switching and like he was with Lil Wayne before all that. He was actually spitting shit on old Wayne stuff, like super old Wayne stuff that you know I used to download on LimeWire and Lime fuck Wire. everybody's shit up. Um, <laughs> Lime Wire. Oh man, Titty Boy on Lime Showing Wire. Showing my age. No, but. Uh, it was really dope because, like, he used to actually, like, spit spit. And it was cool, but, like, what he does now is kind of, like, his thing. Like, he found his niche. Yeah. Everyone has their niche. Everybody finds their lane that they want to occupy. And I think that's crazy because I think that was the biggest journey for me as an artist because 
I do so many different types of music and I play so many instruments and I do so many things that I had to find That's what, real. what don't you I do, wanted Izzy? to yeah it's, but it's a it's a <laughs> blessing and it's a curse though because yeah. you get in the studio and you be like but what do I really want to do cuz I want to do everything you know and so you have to like find what's resonating with your spirit at the time. And well, that's so, why I've done yeah. so many. If you listen to my music, you wouldn't know what genre I do. I, I sing, I rap, I do some. Po- no, like, I do a little bit of everything because I'm just like. No, why not? let me tell you, being versatile is dope. That's another experience. Let's go to a Tana Marie experience, right? Let's go <laughs> no. to a Tana Marie experience, right? So we were we were at the homie's birthday party, right? We were in this studio somewhere, and we had all been drinking and smoking, and we were faded. We were like. Hated, and we somehow ended up in the control room of this studio, and Joel is playing beats, right? He's playing like these, these like boom bap type oh, beats. Oh, the rap and then this battle! Fool, this fool came in. He now this fool he had, he had bars. He was in there yeah. cutting niggas heads off for like an hour. He was in there. I mean, he was bar and flowing. We was all just in that bitch. It was like some dungeon family shit. And then Tana just out of nowhere. I knew you rap because I've seen like I knew you rap, but like. You came with this confidence. Like, every other rapper in the room, I saw rappers that I've seen rap for hours with me, but after this nigga stopped, they was like, oh, I ain't even rapping. Like, they niggas was just chilling like, yeah, you got bars, homie. But Tana got up out of nowhere and just, like, without a... She didn't introduce herself. No like, flinch, we all knew, no but, like, you no didn't... flinch, no nothing. And, and went bar for bar with this fool for, like, an hour and a half, and we were all in the room, like, we our minds were blown at him at first, <laughs> but then our... It's like our heads were, like, stewy on Family Guy, but, and we were like... Huh? <laughs> Crazy, like. I remember. Sing and you remember? Rap? Uh, a shout out to the homie Voss. Uh, yeah, Voss got on. The <laughs> he too. came at me. Yep. You know, it, he came at me though in a line which, like, I love friendly banter. Like, please, ro- try to roast me because I'm that just fires. Like that fuels me. And he says something, and I remember I just like burned his ass right back. Everyone's like, oh, like this is so much fun. This is what like this is why people battle because that shit is so much fun. The adrenaline, and then you got to see me. At the shoot, that was my first ever cipher. So like, there's a lot of firsts for me this year. Yes, a lot of firsts. It would have been a first last year. Ha. <laughs> okay, I was supposed to do a cipher last year, y'all, and some shit came up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's here now. But this one was fire. Yeah, this one. Was yeah. Hey, we gotta talk about. You know what else we gotta talk about? Oh, no, we got to talk about what's on your face, my guy. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, yes. That's what we need to talk so about. So these third eye magnifiers, you know what I'm saying? Shameless plug. You see you see, all, you see, all three of us over here with these shades on and shit like that, right? But you see my man in the middle with that thing in the middle. You know what I'm saying? With that third eye. Third eye. You know what I'm saying? Keeping that, keeping that, that, that third eye chakra, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> protected at all times. Yeah, man. So these sun rays be burning it up. So I got a new I got a new link on my website and basically you go in there and you add yourself to the wait list and once you're on the wait list they will be dropping in the next few weeks. I'm actually going to release the release date in a few days, but everybody that's on the wait list is going to know first. I like that so, you have different colors. Yes, they're going to be they're actually like different gra- gradients. Is it gradients? Is that the word? Yes, they are um they're different hues and Ooh. they're actually just to give you guys a little sneak peek, they're actually modeled by the zodiac. So there are going to be some signs that are okay. going to be. So like I need these the Sagittarius joints. The yep, these, I'm the wearing the Sagittarius joints mm, right now. My man, that's I'm what I'm a Sagittarius. Hey, so me you know, too, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's Sag- why we fuck gang. with each other, man. That's yeah, I'm saying. saying. I knew there was something special about you. Yeah, I'm saying. Look, I knew there was something special like about Sagittarius you. Sagittarius to like themselves. They yeah, say, man. "Oh, you like me? I love that about you." <laughs> <laughs> Why do people 
people say that, man? <laughs> we, we these egotistical, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know we what, love, though? we love. We're the archer, the man, ones... we don't miss. Yeah. You but know? this is the thing. This is the thing I can respect about Sag. Y'all are egotistical, but you know it. And, like, you'll joke about it, too. A lot yeah. of people get hurt about their ego, like Leos and all that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? But they're mm. like, I'm not. Self-aware. Like, yeah, you get yeah. that self-awareness. You, you know what I'm saying? Got I'm a Scorpio. Be. I know I'm fucking emotional and crazy and all this shit. Even know yeah, that. but I'm also like, I don't know though, because I feel like I'm literally the day after Libra or two days after Libra, so I'm really on the cusp. I'm not and supposed then I gotta to cap- like you. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucked me. You know how many times I've heard that? I'm not supposed to like you. My mom is a Scorpio, um, so I like. Too. But no, I will say Damn, no, that's no, crazy. November though. Scorpios. Is she a November and Scorpio or October? Are different. I'm October. What day? 14th. My mom is the, the seventh. Yep. See, look, that's the 14th. That's half. That's Bro. crazy. Ah. What day were you born? Uh, 12th. The December ninth. 12th. Look, damn. See, look. That look. shit crazy, son. Hey, Sag season, man. Sag season, man. It's coming back around. It's, I mean, Sag season never yes, stops, to be, be honest. Nah, first, so to be real. To be real. That shit never <laughs> stops. Motherfuckers just, man, we dumb people, man. You know what, though? There's some things I saw. There's this dude on TikTok, and he talks about signs and stuff, and he be reading them. So I think I sent you one of them. Didn't I send you I one of them? So. He did one on Scorpio. He's like, why all y'all? Every Scorpio has a Scorpio tattoo. I was like, first of all. Do you have one? <laughs> I do. My mother has one as well. She has a scorpion on her like left shoulder or some the, shit. I have the M. Um, but technically, it wasn't for me, though. I didn't get it for me. My grandpa passed away, and he was Scorpio. So I got it for him. It has the sheet music to A Whole New World from Aladdin, because I used to sing it to him when I was younger. Mm. So that was, like my first ta- that was my first tattoo ever. Um, but, I mean, I guess I can't lie. It was a little bit for me. We're both my first Scorpius. tattoo ever was uh, I got two Sagittarius's on my chest, and they, like, they're, well, two archers. Yeah, two archers. I got two archers. But it's <laughs> like this, um, I don't even know how to describe the design. It's tribal, I think. Okay. I have a tribal butterfly on my thigh that I drew myself. Yeah, I draw all my tattoos. And it was not all that. I shouldn't. Look, it's cute, but y'all don't see it all that much because it's just old. And I got like, they went way too deep. My friend was practicing. It was, it's, it's not my best tattoo, but that's okay. I got, I love my Apollo tattoo. That's for my son. Um, I got two of those. I got Ooh. Hey, he got the he got he the. He's trying to show his chest. No, no, I want to get one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nigga, that shit hard. Look, look, look. He got the archer. I'm like, damn, I might want to get the archer now, nigga. What? And it's tribal because I didn't want to get no like fucking fairy looking, yeah. not fairy, but you know what I'm saying, like um, Narnia yeah. type junk. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's what most um, centaurs. Yeah, that's what they. That's normally where you see him at. Are the big ass one from Harry Potter. When I seen that shit, I was like, "Damn, bro, look at me, look at that motherfucker, dick slanging." I know that shit was huge. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga got a horse for a uh, for the bottom half. Come on, dog. Come on, you know. Come on, dog. Come on now. That's just that's just how we roll, bro. That's just how we roll, man. You know what though? Every Sagittarius I know too is very talented. Very talented. That's something. Joel made gum- the beat for Gumboa and he's, he's Sag, so I'm okay. like, you know, like, there's like every Sag. Jay Z's a Sagittarius. Y'all are all just a little crazy, yeah, though, but that's cool. Like, I you mean, know what? Y'all like to think about the craziest shit. Like, y'all go so deep in this shit, yeah. and I'm like, You'll be sitting there for hours. I'm just like, you good? And they're like, yeah, no, I was just thinking about how, like, you know, if we was an alien and did it. And I'm just like, damn, trust, like. <laughs> trust. Thinking about those, the universe. Those thoughts happen all the time. Like, I'd be telling, okay, so here's one of my crazy ones. So. I think that aliens have already come, right? Boom. Yes. So my thing is, my thing is, is that you think we dead? Yeah. Probably. Okay. So I think that 
the only aliens right now on Earth are octopus. My confirmation came from. They're smart as fuck. You know the. They got eight brains. Number one, they got three hearts. These motherfuckers. So I'm watching a show called Resident Alien. What is the species that's closest to the alien that comes to Earth? So wait, An what octopus. about squid then? Because squid are also yeah, in the cephalopods. Yeah, mm-hmm. so but the octopus that was like the the precursor they are to the, the squid. Smartest. They're the fucking like they're geniuses. Yeah. So this this motherfucker is sitting here with an octopus in a tank. The octopus smartest shit just talking back to him because they got like telepathic link. But the alien, his closest relative, is the octopus. They put this shit in the show, and I feel like TV shows put things in things to let us. The Simpsons. I have come a, on now. I, I have a I have a theory too. That's my theory, man. I, uh, octopuses are the aliens of the Earth. You know, you know how they say that the Earth has ended a bunch of times, right? Boom. So, like, my theory is this: I believe there were humanoid, human being type things here at some point, and then the world. They probably were here longer than we've been here, and they probably advanced further than we ever did. And probably figured out try all types of shit, and then at some point the Earth just—it's a cycle. They fucked up the ozone layer, and then the ozone layer peeled over, and then after that dinosaurs popped up, and after that we popped up, and they probably—I so mean, going to be a ever uh, cycle. So, so Earth. To be honest, to be honest, they might have—they might have gotten so much further than us that they might have left and gone to another planet, and they might come back and be like, "Hey, we fucked our old planet up, but we see this shit's back." So, so I Earth have back. something that goes with that. It goes with it. It's it's it's, it's taking that with up. it. We gotta it talk is. to Tippy, bro, on her show because she's starting a new segment. Yeah. No, my Shout thing out is to Tippie. there I love are Tippie. aliens. My thing is like this whole if like it's like no, there fact. are so many planets that like the concept that this only happened one time. One time, like, my nigga. It's crazy. so egotistical. One time. It's, yeah. Yeah. Humans like are humans. so trash, bro. For you to think that we're just <laughs> out in this motherfucker floating <laughs> by <laughs> ourselves. No, because they no. Listen, if you think about it, the the motherfuckers who thought about making seven day work weeks or five day work weeks, fucking the motherfuckers who thought about math, the motherfuckers who thought about goddamn school, motherfuckers who thought about thought the world was flat who, for a thousand niggas years. who thought about money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all of them motherfuckers are assholes because we are in the situation we are in right now because of them. So I have a question though. What's so up? This is mine, right? Saw this on a it was a podcast about spirituality and everything like that and they were talking about how when you die after you die you have seven minutes of uh your brain is still active for seven minutes usually right and in that seven minutes the dream state feels so much longer so if we did all die in like 2012 and it was that cyber thing we were all supposed to die because that was the mayan calendar and going back actually the ethiopian i forget what the name of the calendar is yeah so when we go back to that technically we would have all died in 2012 and you don't know if you're in a dream state or not because you don't know how long dreams actually last or like what that so feels like that's seven minutes in the dream though so we don't you don't why does there like that would make sense for all of the like mandela effect stuff and things that don't look the same as when we, we i mean feeling like that that um deja vu feeling you have all the time and all that stuff i'm like yeah, i really feel like you really don't know if this is you in the subconscious and like when it cycles out i like, just think it's like a i think it's a simulation yeah uh, to be yeah. honest like uh, i'm I i'm on the rick and morty thing where we're on a treadmill and fucking it's just know. it just keeps mm-hmm. what is it ba- we're in batteries like the matrix yeah man just a forever treadmill and it fucking we just keep walking on that bitch and it, everything generates in front of us there's just so many possibilities. That's why I love conversations like this because the possibilities are endless and you can never tell someone they're wrong. 
Like, you can't tell nobody they're wrong. Like, Because how you going to tell them they're right? How yeah. you going to say you right? You know what you I mean? No, I mean? nah, like, but y'all can't. touched on something else, though, because y'all said about octop- octopi, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now. Octopuses. My, yeah. My <laughs> biggest fear, only fear in life is large bodies of water mm-hmm. where I cannot see the bottom mm-hmm. and I cannot see land. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Why would I, as a human being, ever find myself in a scenario where I, was I in am the, surrounded? I was in the Navy. No, that shit right there is the most terrifying. I item. was in the Navy. Yeah, bro, you got me fucked up, dog. Like, I was, we was, te- listen, there was times where at night, in the middle of the ocean, the you couldn't see a motherfucking thing. You couldn't see shit. You couldn't see the. You couldn't see your hand in front of you, bro. Like, I was, they had me stand and watch a couple times just because they're fucking assholes. Oh, no. The Navy is fucking no, yeah, but you can't see a fucking thing, so it doesn't matter. I can be outside. Like fog on the deck type shit, bro. It's not even fog, my nigga. It's just dark, like so literal dark, really dark pitch. literal pitch. Like if your eyes were closed, that's what it looked like. So I'm outside. These motherfuckers want me to look. There was a, a man overboard. Uh, one of these, one of the girls on our ship had fucking hid in the goddamn. Um, where did she hide at? It was like a storeroom or some shit. She hid in there. We looking for her because she's fucking crazy. So we was looking for her this whole time. And she's just in the storeroom. I'm up top. I'm like, we ain't never going to find this bitch, man. Fuck this bitch. I'm trying to go back. <laughs> they woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I got to get up at 5. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. I can't see nothing. This makes no fucking sense. So, yeah, I, I completely understand what bro. you're saying. Because you ain't going to find nobody if they go over. No. And not only that, bro, but like, okay, I remember I was on a plane. And we flew into San Francisco. And we flew out over the ocean to turn around and land. And when the o- mm-hmm. when the ground went out from under us, the you ocean see it. was float. It was like the ocean was reflecting the stars in the sky, and you couldn't see. It was like it was we like were all in space. one. Yeah, it was just black. We were just no. So I'm weird, and I like that shit. Like my room is pitch black dark, and I can see a little bit because like I have really good vision in in the dark. I don't have great vision at like when I'm a, my eyes are super sensitive to light. And so, um, I'm also allergic to my own tears. The most dark. random shit you've ever heard. Uh, that's its own thing. But, <laughs> who? Who's way? How? Like, how no. and who? You allergic to the salt and the tears? I don't fucking know, but my shit will literally swell up and get stuck together if I cry too much. Anyways. Um, but, that is so off topic. This is, this is my ADHD, guys. I found out I actually have ADHD. It's just wild. Changed my life. Um, <laughs> but no, I can see in the dark, and like, I legit love the dark. Like, it's probably why I'm vitamin D deficient and all of that and other reasons. But, like, it just, I can't see in the dark. Like, I mean, I can see, like, like, I can see things that people can't see in the dark. Like, my ex used to be like, how the fuck can you see that? And I'd be like, or the tiniest little light will be on from, like, a PlayStation. Like, a tiny little dot. And I'm just like, can we cover that? Can we, like, can we cover that? Like, I can see in pitch oh, black, like. But, 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 because <laughs> it's not the dark. It's not the dark, though. I gotta, I gotta reiterate in this, in this conversation that it's not the dark that's scary oh like, i know i'm not afraid of the dark i could go like if we we're in the desert you can go to the desert and yeah, it's, so dark, dark. it's the water it. it's the concept that it's not even the water the ocean is just swim like a motherfucker but it's the nigga, idea that, that there is so much we shit don't know about we don't there. even fucking know what's down there I be, okay more than guys, that shit isn't explored no, there's a no. there's a netflix documentary there's a reason why i feel like they know some shit they know, everyone knows There's, some there's some big documentary ass shit down there. That in my opinion, is a fucking horror film. It's a I think horror sirens film. are real. Sirens, mermaids. 
that like call out. Atlantis is real, motherfuckers. They dropped the fucking that drone down there and they was like, they was just, it was black and they had a light. They were like, damn, we can't see shit. It was big shit moving up. What was that? We don't even know what that was. That would, we think I would that, have a full-blown anxiety attack underwater. <laughs> I, I enjoy watching those, like, I enjoy, okay, so it's I don't ride roller coasters and shit like that because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm afraid of heights. But, um, yeah, man, I just can't I do it. Heights. And then plus, like, yeah, I just can't do that. So, um, this, the shit that I have to get my adrenaline and my fears and all that shit out from is like scary movies, fucking, um, and like, uh, documentaries like that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to watch like the deep water documentaries yeah. and shit like I that. Shit it makes me up. feel a little bit of claustrophobia. It makes me feel like, oh, I can't bring Oh shit. God damn. What's going to happen next? And Whoa. then just feeling that I've been on a ship. Yeah. I know that feeling of weightlessness and just, Damn, if we go over, bro, I'm Sick. just, I'm, what the fuck? Yeah, we went to, we swam one time in the military. One time. And that's when you're in boot camp. And then <laughs> they send you to these boats and you never swim again. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Damn, that's crazy. They that's don't crazy. have, you would think they would have like yeah. Olympic sized pools on every fucking base. They don't. They're like, nope, good luck. If you go over, uh, it was nice knowing yeah, you. Yeah, it was nice yeah. knowing you. They have one professional swimmer on the ship that can help motherfuckers. So if he died first, <laughs> then it's. Oh well. If a oh shark well. come up and eat his ass, I guess right. it's just then it's everybody for themselves figure the shit out. In the ocean, potentially large enough that it could just like Nigga Godzilla that down there. Shit. You know like, what else kind of scares me is the jungle though. If I was if I got dropped in the middle of the jungle in the dark. I think I'd be alright. I no real. Oh, no. I think I'd be alright. The way I'm afraid of I'm bugs. Survive. No, I'm gonna survive. The way I'm oh, afraid no, of that. bugs, you have no, no if a that. fucking bug I don't the like size that. of my fucking fist was Oh no, then we could box then and I could just really just I would, I'll be nah, trying to see, box I'm flies. From, see, I'm from the south though, and I used to live in. I would cease like, to exist. In my yard, you used to be out there and be. June bugs, big ass cicadas. I in Virginia when it would be dark as fuck in the woods. My aunt's house was like in the woods, and no, no, thank you. I ran into a spider web once, and I, I tell you, I felt like <laughs> I had an outer body experience. I was like, ah, like I do not like bugs. And they love me. Everything will bite me. Mosquitoes find me. I thought like I almost got fucking Lyme disease in Virginia. I got bit by mosquitoes so much. I had like little target rings around oh, me. Oh no, it was crazy. That's I'm like, like no. this, spiders no. find me. Bugs find me. I, I don't know if I got sweet once. blood or no. what the fuck, but nope. You got no look. My grandma used to say she got that sweet meat. No, look, cause, cause, <laughs> that just sounds. <laughs> look, no, that's exactly what they would say. <laughs> no, that's what they say. But look, the mosquitoes be attracted <laughs> to your ass. <laughs> no, look, I went. I, uh, Coco Jenkins and I did a show with Omeka in Florida, in okay. Sarasota, and we played, and we it was like this Latin thing, and it was it was the most fun ever. But it was crazy because I played in so many bands, but. They're, most of his songs are in Spanish, so I don't count in the band. I, I typically don't do that. Like with your set, I'm, I know your songs. I know your words yeah. to your songs. I'm listening to you. Aww. When you say this, I do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I just vibe, you know. And there's eye contact involved. But when he's up there and Omeka's doing his thing, I don't know what he's saying. He's speaking Spanish. And so I'm literally, I'm back to my roots. I'm like one, two, three. Then he starts calling stuff out. They call stuff for the band in Spanish. So they're playing, and we're and he says una, and I'm like, oh. Salinas, Salinas did that. Like when you would go to the show, they're like una. It's a very like Hispanic culture thing to call out shit and like before, and then or they salsa. But like for us, we just do this, and that means one more time, and then we end it. But they say una, and I figured that out. But it was just like. Okay, everybody's stopping. But we we looked at this gig. They were like, oh, it's going to be this 
amphitheater type thing. They made it look so cool. It was a stage and the ocean was right behind it. So like we were like right the ocean was. Oh, at so our you could have fell back and like it was you no, know, they had a backdrop for the stage, but it was like you looked to your side and it was just ocean. ocean? And you looked That's over there, it was just ocean, pretty. and behind you was ocean. Like we saw the stage and the videos, we were like, Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, my but God. then when you got there, it's like got there, it was so hot. This was oh, summertime yeah. and in it's Florida. gonna be more yes. oh, yep. humidity, humidity for you and there's humidity sweat is a whole different Oh, I know, trust like, I used I'm to live in North Carolina. That. But then look, but here's the thing that I forgot. I, I've lived in Vegas for so long that I forgot about this. Yeah. I forgot about mosquitoes. I forgot they don't exist here. Yeah, they, no. you, what is a mosquito? That we take that for granted here. Yeah. You walk around outside half naked. Yeah, but and you also need happens. a whole canister of lotion. Boy. Because when I was in the water, I'm never dry in Virginia. Look, I, I can't hear it. They ate me the fuck up. I was on the stage and I'm doing this, but I'm playing the guitar. They're eating my chest up. That I got done. I had it was mosquito bites. Just fucking. You in the navy, right? Yes, I was. So my dad's a marine, mm-hmm. and he said that when he was at Camp Pendleton and everything, and he's like, yeah. when uh, when they were in basic training and doing all that stuff, the mosquitoes would get to him. Only thing you could use was Avon Skin So Soft, and it was like they would get it. Like the wives used to sell and shit. They would get that shit by like the packages, just like for people, because it was the only thing that would keep the mosquitoes away. In Camp Pendleton? Yep. Avon Skin So Soft. Citronella will do it too. I used to be on um, 32nd Street. We didn't really have those fucking problems. Like, I was in San Diego. Like, at the Camp Pendleton is like a little bit, it's like 45 minutes. Oceanside ish. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my dad went to high school. My dad's from North Carolina. Okay. And then. My grandpa was in Marines too. He flew the helicopter for Nixon and Ford. So like, you know, they was moving all the time. Like right. going to the White House doing all shit. So he was in Virginia, North Carolina, moved to California, went to high school out there, went to Oceanside. My mom is from Louisiana, moved to California, so that's how they met. Um, but like that's where they met when he got out the Marines and my dad I wanted to join the Marines when I got out of high school because I was like I was an athlete, I was fit, and I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do. And he's like, You're not fucking joining the Marines. He's like, you could join the Air Force. He's yeah, like, you're not you should have done that. Marines. And I was like, I thought about it, but then. What I, what was so tantalizing about joining the Marines? That you I think just it's like, just because my family, like my grandpa did it. My dad did it. My uncle's a, currently, a, you know, colonel in the 13th Squadron, what the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't know. I think, too, they're like, they're the, the toughest, roughest, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, you like, when you think of the military, yeah. you normally think of like Army Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so, and all my cousins ended up going to Army. And I was, I thought about it, and then my dad was like, no. And then I was like, well, you know what? I was like, maybe I'll just go to school. So I went to UNR, and then I transferred over to Virginia, got my cosmetology license at school there. So, like, and I, I lived in Oklahoma for a little bit, yeah. taking care of my grandpa. That was cool. People were mad cool in Oklahoma. Like, the because we were there, like, the Sooners and everything. I was, like, right in the middle, and, like, everybody was mad cool in Oklahoma. Like, I just don't fuck with uh, tornadoes and shit. So. Oh, shit. I trust. I feel that. I, was I like, feel oh, that. Man. I'm cool. Be out here like Dorothy. It's like I've lived in so many parts of the country that I've been through every drill. Like, okay, in, oh, in like, Alabama, there's tornado drills. In California, there are earthquake, earthquake drills. drills. And there are tornado drills in the north. And it's funny because the tornado drills, you would get in the middle of the hallway and you would huddle down. And that doesn't do even make thing. any sense. That wow. tornado is still going to swoop, suck your ass right up but in, my in opinion, the fetal position. The whole way I thought it was like it, like the, the earthquake thing was like, get down like under your desk, put your head between your legs, and kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. Yep. That's really what the fuck you know, your drill planes, is. Planes, you know? That's why they tell you to get like that because if you crash, you're gonna uh, your your spinal cord is going to snap and you're not going to live because they don't want you to live through a plane crash. You're going to be making bank. Mm-hmm. So they don't want you. So if you go like that, that's how you snap your spine. 
if you hit on impact. So Whoa. Shit. Um, and okay. so. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Damn. Fuck. I need some yoga now. I am not taking no trips no time soon. Damn. Where, where I was hate, I flying to? I hate planes. Oh, I have to get damn. drunk every time I'm on a plane. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, just not a good time for me. I'm maybe if you get drunk planes. enough, man, and it, never mind. Let me just Every fucking plane. Right, so, <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm a, I love planes. I'm not, I, love I don't even want to talk about this shit and be jinxing shit. So let's. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Switch it real quick. So we don't reel it back in. But um, <laughs> go ahead, let the people know where they can purchase these tickets from. Um, who else is going to be on the lineup? What we what we supposed to be expecting that night um, and shit like that. So you can always expect a bunch of lasers and lights and an immersive experience. It's gonna be lasers, lasers, bro. That's how we do it. Sharks with lasers attached to their freaking heads. (laughs) Right? Lasers. (laughs) Can't can't take her nowhere. But we also gonna have Tana Marie, of course, with a live band. So get ready for that because we've never seen that before. Y'all not ready? I, I I cannot stress. How unready y'all are for that, but y'all got to make sure that you you do your best because you, you got to grab them tickets. That shit's gonna be amazing. Thanks. We got Theo coming with a live band once again, Is never Theo. before seen. And then finally, you got me with a live band, which I've never done, so that's new. Um, you can find these third eye glasses here at yzzilive.com. You just go on there and go ahead and fill out the form and join the wait list. They will be dropping in a couple of weeks. So um, I have my new line. It's the Zodiac series here. Uh, shameless plug here. This is the Sagittarius with the Gemini rising here. So, um, yeah, make sure you uh, stock up on those. Yes, sir. All right, man. That was another episode of You Know It Is podcast. Make sure that you guys subscribe, like, comment. Make sure you guys follow Izzy, t- follow Tana Marie. Um, they're, all of their hats will be, you know what I mean, yes. down here in the, in the thing. Invisible thingy. So, um yeah we out man i want to thank my guests again for coming through and um showing love thank you for having us and trust we're gonna have izzy constantly coming back you know what i mean we run the media for this guy now no